like I said, we'll, we'll be picking up here in chapter 24 of Genesis. Now, at the beginning of, of chapter 24 here, just to kind of bring you up to speed of what we were doing, because I know I wasn't here last week, and I appreciate Jeremy for, for uh, taking over, and uh, hopefully you guys all enjoyed the, the video series that he's been doing on Wednesday night. I tell you, it's a, it's a wonderful series there with Brad Harib, and uh, he lays out a lot of a lot of interesting facts out there for you, and, and, and it's just a great series. So if you can make it on Wednesday night and you haven't been coming, please come and join us for that because it is so encouraging to hear uh, the facts that are laid out there for us. But like I was making mention of, the last time that I, I spoke here, or I was here in front of you two weeks ago, we had gotten into Chapter 24, in the beginning of part of chapter 24 here in Genesis, we have Abraham, where it points out that he is he's old. Uh, in the chapter before this, we had found that his wife, uh, Sarah, had passed away. And now Abraham here at this time period would have been 140 years old. And uh, this would have been about three years after uh, Sarah had passed uh, that these events are taking place here. So... Uh, but Abraham, thinking about you, know, his son and, and the and the lineage there that that's going to be going forth from him because he is the promised son, was thinking about you know, uh, who he was going to marry, and so he he calls in a servant. Uh, some versions say his his chief servant or his his elder servant, uh, but uh, he calls him in and. and gives him an oath. You know, it says, Look, I want you to go out uh, uh, and find uh, a wife for, for my son Isaac. And in doing this, he tells him of where to go, tells him to you know, go back to, to his homeland, uh, back over into Mesopotamia. And, uh, but Abraham tells his servant two things of, of not to do. Anybody remember what those two things were in, in regarding to a, a wife for Isaac and where he's going? What's that? Don't take Isaac over there. That's one thing. What was the other thing he tells him not to do as far as a wife for Isaac? Absolutely. Tells him not to take, get a wife from the Canaanites in whose land that he dwells in, but yet to go back to his town and and. Uh, get a wife for him, for Isaac from his people. All right, so he tells him that, and uh, and and he also tells us, or the servant puts up a, uh, a a question. He says, "Well, you know, that's great, and I'll do this, but what if the wife doesn't want to come back with me? What if she doesn't want to follow me?" And uh, and. Anybody remember what Abraham said back to him at that point? Basically, he says, well, for one, don't worry about it because an angel of the Lord will follow, will go before you and basically set out the, the path for you. But two, he tells him, says, look, if the woman won't come with you, then don't worry about it. I'll release you from this oath. So he tells him to go 
in search of a, of a wife for Isaac from his homeland, and he tells him, don't worry about it. You, you just follow the path that, that, that you need to go, and if the woman doesn't want to come back, then it'll be all right. So we find that he, he went on his journey. He took 10 camels and, and uh, several other things, as we'll find out here in a minute, uh, to, to go with him in search of this wife over in his homeland, Mesopotamia. And, uh, and we find that he comes up into the town of uh, Nahor, I think it was. It is Nahor, all right, over in Mesopotamia. I think it's in, in verse 10, isn't it? Is that where it's at? Yep. And so he comes up into this town, and he, he, he gets right up outside the town where the well's at, and he has his camels kneel down uh, there close to the well, and he's standing there, and he's like, well, what am I going to do? So he, he goes to God in prayer, in a sense, here in, in, in verse 14, and he uh, pretty much comes up with a, a test, if you would, uh, something to, to test whether or not this woman is the woman that, that God wants him to pick for Isaac. And so real quick, I'm gonna, I want to read verse 14 to... Uh, to remind you of what he says, and then we're going to go on through into verse 22 uh, because it flows pretty well with it. So in verse 14, it says, Now let it be that the young woman to whom I say, Please let down your pitcher that I may drink. And she says, Drink, and I will also give your camels a drink. Let her be the one you have appointed for your servant Isaac. And by this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. And it happened before he had finished speaking that, behold, Rebekah, who was born to Bethuel, the son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abram's brother, came out with her pitcher on her shoulder. Now the young woman was very beautiful to behold, a virgin. No man had known her. And she went down to the well filled her pitcher, and came up. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Please let me drink a little water from your pitcher. So he said, or so she said, Drink, my lord. Then she quickly let, down her, let her pitcher down to her hand and gave him a drink. And when she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will, I will draw water for your camels also until they have finished drinking. Then she quickly emptied her pitcher into the trough, ran back to get to the well to draw water, and drew for all his camels. And the man wondering at her uh, remained silent so as to know whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. So when the camels, so it was when the camels had finished drinking that the man took a golden ring uh, nose ring weighing half a shekel and two bracelets for her wrist weighing 10 shekels of, of gold. All right. So first of all, we have the servant going to God and asking him in a prayer in a sense. It lays out this, this test, if you would, for uh, the woman whom the Lord wants uh, Isaac to have. And so he, he starts, you know, laying out what this is and, 
And what I find very interesting here is before he, he finished speaking uh, within his heart, he has Rebecca coming out uh, to, to the well and, and grabbing the water. Now, it gives us the, the complete identity of Rebecca here in verse 15, but remember the servant doesn't know this until he asks over uh, in, in just a few scriptures down from where we stopped at. But so here we have him laying out the, uh, the situation that he would want it to, to play in. He, he, he goes to God and asking him for this. Um, and, and it makes mention of how that he has these, uh, this nose ring and these, bre- and these uh, bracelets for her. And, uh, and how that he, she had finished out everything that he had asked uh, of the Lord to do. You know, how that she had let his, her pitcher down, he had drinking, she had went and got camel or water for the camels. Uh, now, I know, I think it was when I, I want to say I made mention of this the last time uh, when we ended in verse 14, how that uh, camels uh, who had gone several days uh, without drinking could drink up to 25 gallons of water. Right? And so, uh, now, I mean, I don't know that for a fact. That's just something that I've read online. <clears throat> but doing this and, and thinking about that, that's a lot of water. And something else that I've read that you really don't get the impression here, uh, but like I said, this is coming from commentary. I didn't map it out and, and research it as far as how long it would take each day and what have you. But going from where uh, Abraham would have been at, and the distance that the servant would have had to travel, this, it would have taken about a month for him to have traveled to this, to this land that he was at. So it was a, quite a travel for him to travel over here. It wasn't an overnight travel. This was something that took you know, several days for him to get to. And so these camels, now we don't know when the last time they had drank, but it could have been that she had went several times to that well and pulled water so that these camels could all drink because it, she had even made mention, you know, Rebecca even made mention that she would uh, draw until they had finished uh, drinking uh, in verse 19. So that's, it could have been that she was out here for quite some time running back and forth, filling this up. And the whole time, you know, the servant here is, you know, taking it in and, and just couldn't believe the, the providence of God, I can only imagine of what he's thinking about here. You know, here, here the Lord is definitely showing favoritism or not, showing great uh, grace towards uh, Abraham here in, in fulfilling this, this desire that he wanted for Isaac. Any thoughts or comments before we keep going? I feel like I've rambled pretty good. Yeah, well, I'd wondered how how that that got attached as well. You know, I, mean, I don't, I don't know, but that is true. I don't know how he would have known uh, she was a virgin just by looking at her. But um, but it does point out though, you know, in the aspect as far as her being a virgin. I mean, I don't know how they would have known that, but it does point out how that she was a very beautiful woman, which is you know good for Isaac, I suppose. So I mean. Yeah, didn't have the nose ring, so she's a virgin. Yeah, hiccup. Something. It, 
regardless, it, it, it could have been something that was that was in place for them to know for a fact that she was a virgin. All right. Well, let us keep going. Um, see, verse twenty-three through twenty-seven. So he says. Whose daughter are you? Tell me, please, is there room in your father's house for us to lodge? So she said to him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, Milcah's son, whom she bore to Nahor. Uh, Moreover, she said to him, we have both straw and feed enough and room to lodge. Then the man bowed down his head and worshiped the Lord, and he said, Blessed be the Lord of Lord God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his mercy and his truth toward my master. As for me, being on the way, the Lord led me to the house of my master's brethren. All right. So after these after this has happened, after he had uh you know, watched this this Rebecca go back and forth, you know, giving the, the camel's water and finished up. And, and then he stops her and says, who are you? You know, he basically asked two questions. He asked, who are you? And, and, and is there room, you know, at your house for us to, for me to lodge and, and for the camels and things? So she answers back and tells him who she is. You know, tells him the lineage of, of who she is. And, the thing, one of the things that I find amazing here is that, for one, the, the servant here, you know, the servant of Abraham, whom was his oldest servant or his chief servant, so he'd have been the closest you know, as far as to Abraham, probably conversated with him more than you know, some of the other servants. But he knew when, when she went through the lineage there, she knew who that was. She knew that she was a, a part of the family of Abraham or he knew that she was part of the family of Abraham, <clears throat> uh, which I find uh, pretty interesting. But at the same time, I feel like that uh, Rebecca also knew uh, about Abraham, at least, and, and who he was, because uh, in verse 28 we'll find that it's after that we find uh, uh, the servant here, praising God and saying these things, <clears throat> mentioning Abraham, that we have her running back to her mother's house. Just some thoughts there, but but it also it also shows, especially there in verse 27, how joyful the servant is. You know, how how he can't can't even express it. And, and, and even then, you know, later on, we'll find that he just continued just, just ecstatic over what all, how, how much the Lord had blessed him in this journey for, for Abraham, finding this wife for Isaac, and how much everything has just gone together. You know, like I was making mention, the providence of God, how that, you know, he sent, he did send that angel before him, and he made everything go out, you know, just the way that, that God wanted it to go. Uh, uh, enjoyable to think about. Any thoughts or comments before we keep going, though? Let's look at verses uh, 28 down to 32. It says, So the young woman ran 
and told her mother's household these things. Now, Rebekah had a brother whose name was Laban. And Laban ran out to the man by the well. So it came to pass when he saw the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's wrist, and when he heard the words of his sister Rebekah saying, Thus the man spoke to me, that he went to the man, and there he stood at the camels, or by the camels at the well. And he said, Come in, O blessed of the Lord. Why do you stand outside? For I have prepared the house in a, in a place for the camels. Then the man came to the house and unloaded the camels and provided straw and feed for the camels and water to wash his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. So, so here we have Rebecca running back uh, to her mother's house and, and explaining all that had happened. Now, one thing that, that hung me up for a little bit is because uh, in verse 29, it talks about you know, Rebecca bro- having a brother uh, whose name was Laban, and Laban ran out to the man by the well. And then in verse 30, it talks about how that it came to pass that uh, when he had saw the nose ring, this being Laban, uh, nose ring uh, and, and the bracelets on her wrist, and after she, he had heard what Rebecca had said, that then he went out to see the man. So I believe that it's just, in verse 29, it's just talking about how that she had a brother, that Laban was her brother, and he went out to the man uh, by the will, but it was after you know, these things happened in verse 30. So I just, I didn't know if you guys had picked up on that, but that's just, I had dwelt on that for a little bit, and that was the best I could come up with as far as what, what was going on there and why it was worded that way. Um, <clears throat> but another thing that I wanted to bring out, oh, and, you know, and he goes out and greets him and, and brings him in, you know, puts uh you know, gives the camel food and 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 what have you we'll see what's going on with with the servant here and the other men that were with him uh here in the next verse but uh, one of the things that I wanted to point out here is in verse 28 it talks about how that uh the woman had ran uh in to her mother's house from what I've understood this expression would normally mean that her father has passed away, that he is dead. But uh, there's often a lot of debate on that because of what is said in verse 50, uh, where it says, then Laban and uh, Bethuel answered. You know, it, it talks about Laban and Bethuel. But uh, something else that I had read had made mention of how that this Bethuel in verse 50 could be another brother that she had, other than Laban. Um, and there's another aspect over in, in verse 59 where it says, so they sent Rebecca and their sister uh, to her hunt with her nurse and you know, whatever, sent them away, but it talks about their sister. Um, so you know, it could be that it was her father, but her father is really not mentioned a whole lot uh, within this. Actually, not mentioned at all, unless you want to consider the Bethuel in verse fifty being her father. But you, that would be the only time that you really read about him within this uh, within this section of scripture here, this chapter. Um, 
but it very well could be that that was another brother that she had had. And you look back through some of the genealogies, like back in the end of chapter 22, uh, where it talks about the, uh, the genealogy of, of uh, Abraham's brother there. It gets down to, uh, to Bethuel, and it just talks about how that he had Rebekah. Didn't say anything about Laban at the time, so it very well could be that he had Laban and another son named Bethuel, uh, named after himself. So just food for thought there. But any thoughts or comments before we keep going? All right. Well, let's keep moving. Verses 33 through 49. Now, this is going to be a little bit of a lengthy reading, but it's basically just a recounting of what all's happened. Uh, so just bear with me. Verse 33, it starts off, says, Food was set before him to eat, but he, he said, I will not eat until I have told about my errand. And he said, Speak on. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master greatly, and he has become great. <clears throat> and he has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male and female servants and camels and donkeys. And Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old. And to him he has given all that, all that he has. Now my master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife from my, for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I dwell. But you shall go to my father's household, house and to my family and take a wife for my son. And I said to my master, perhaps the woman will not follow me. But he said to me, the Lord before whom I walk will send his angel with you and prosper your way. And you shall take a wife from my son, from my family, and from my father's house. You will be clear from this oath when you arrive among my family. For if they will not give her to you, then you will be released from my oath. And this day... I came to the well and said, O Lord, my master, Abraham, if you will now prosper the way in which I go, behold, I stand by the well of water, and it shall come to pass when the virgin comes out to draw water, and I say to her, Please, let, please give me a little water from your pitcher to drink. And she says to me, Drink, and I will draw for your camels also. Let her be the woman whom the Lord has appointed for my master's son. But before I had finished speaking in my heart, there was Rebekah coming out with her pitcher on her shoulder, and she went down to the well and drew water, and I said to her, Please let me drink. And she made haste and let her pitcher down from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will give your camels a drink also. So I drank, and she gave the camels a drink also. Then I asked her and said, Whose daughter are you? And she said, The daughter of Bethuel. Nahor's son, whom Milcah bore to him. So I put a nose ring on her nose and the bracelets on her wrist and bowed my head and worshiped the Lord and blessed, uh, and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham, whom had led me in the way of truth to take the daughter of my master's, brother's, my master's brother for his son. Now, if you will deal kindly and truth, truly with my master, tell me. If not, 
tell me that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. All right. So here, I, once again, I, I just think about this servant. I just can't even imagine the amount of joy that this, this man has at this point in time because here he's done traveled. You know, like I said, it could have been up to about a month of travel that he had to come to this, this land. He gets to this, this place. He gets outside the this, this city at this well. He goes to God and asks him for the sign that he, he puts forth him. Before he even finishes telling you know, God what he wants to happen, here this woman comes. She does exactly as what he asked. She finds out that this, this woman's from uh, Abraham's uh, uh, father's uh, son, and, and here he is. He's, he's come to this, this house, and he's sitting down. They've put a meal before him. He just says, stop. I can't eat until I've told you what I've, what I've come here for. Here I am. Let me express to you what has happened and, and how the Lord has blessed this journey. And so he, he explains all this out for him and, and presents everything that, that's happening. And then he stands there and he boldly asks, so what's the answer? You know, let me know. Is this, is this something that you're going to let happen? You know, are you going to let Rebecca go back with me? Or are you going to make her stay here? You know, whether Either way, I'm released from this earth. So just let me know so I can eat in peace, basically. <laughs> And so he expresses all this to him, and, and, and like I say, I just can't even imagine the, the joyful, joyfulness of this servant at this time and seeing uh, the blessings of God just coming over and over and over again and how it all just lined up perfectly. But before we keep going, any thoughts or comments? I know that was a lot of just uh, uh, narrative of what all has happened up to this point. All right, well, let's keep going. Good, we're going to get through this. Um, in verse 50, it starts off and goes and says, Then Laban and Bethuel answered and said, The thing comes from the Lord. We cannot speak to you either bad nor good. Here is Rebekah before you. Take her and go and let your... Mm, take her and go and let her be your master's son's wife. As the Lord has spoken... And it came to pass when Abraham's servant heard these words that he worshiped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. Then the servant brought out jewelry of silver, jewelry of gold, and clothing, and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave precious things to her brother and to her mother. And he and the men who were with him ate and drank and stayed all night. Then they arose in the morning, and he said, Send me away to my master. But her brother and her mother said, let the young woman stay with us a few days, at least ten. After that, she may go. And he said to them, do not hinder me since the Lord has prospered my way. Send me away so that I may go to my master. So they said, we will call the young woman and ask her personally. Then they called Rebekah and said to her, will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. So, once again, after receiving the, the answer, says, you know, they're basically looking at him and says, and this is from the Lord, and you know, if this is from the Lord, yeah, I'm not going to stand in its way, in his way. So, obviously, you know, yes, you can take her. And, uh, and so they ate, and they stayed all night. The next morning, the servant wakes up just like, like I'm imagining here, just extremely joyful of the whole thing. He's just like, look. 
Send me back to my master. You know, let me have Rebecca, and let's, let's go back to my master so I can express you know, how good the Lord is, has been to him at this point uh, and, and, and share this with him. And naturally, the, the brother and the mother stand back and say, look, you know, this, is, this is a lot on us right now. You know, I mean, we, we've taken in a lot over the last 12 hours or so. And so let, let her stay here for a few more days. You know, let us, let us enjoy some time with her now that we know that she's about to go away. And, and you know, they express, you know, at least 10 days. <clears throat> and then she may go. But then they continue, he continued to press on him, on him some more. And they said, all right, well, look, we'll call Rebecca in and see what she wants to do. And, uh, and Rebecca says, yep, I'll go. But it's easy to just think about that and think, wow, you know, Rebecca, yeah, she just wants to go. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe she was just tired of being at home. I don't know. But, <laughs> but at the same time, we've got to stop and think about what all is being put forth Rebecca here. She's being asked, you know, of what she wants to do. You know, here she is. She's about to, to travel with this man to go to a, a, his master, in a sense, to be um, his, his wife. And so here she is. Didn't, she didn't say, well, you know, give me another night. Let me think about this. She didn't uh, step back and say, you know what? I'll probably never see my brother and my mother again. Uh, let, let me stay here for a little bit longer. But yet, she just undoubtedly uh, trusted that everything was going to work out. Uh, I, I can only imagine the faithfulness of, of Rebecca here and, and just saying, yeah, I'll go. I, let, let me go. And so here we have her uh, willing to, to leave. Jim? That's right. Didn't pull up Facebook and see all the vacations that he's been on or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Although, uh, we'll see. She she was probably not doing too bad in her family either, you know, because they had space for 10 camels and, you know, plenty of food for all the servants that would have went with them, which I don't know how many people would went with the servant. But uh, but we'll see that she's also going to get a maid and, and other uh, I think Mike had something than Janice. Absolutely, absolutely. That, you know, back then when someone said it was from the Lord, it was, you didn't doubt it at that point in time. Laban and Beth. Well, that's what I was saying. Is that it could be that Bethuel there uh, may have been another brother of Rebecca. Right. Well, Bethuel was her father's name as well. Yeah, it's just like, uh, you know, Pretty much, yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying that's definitely what's going on there, but you, know, the fact that Laban kind of takes over in in most of the narrative here, and you hear about Laban, 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 and in verse 50 is the only time you heard of Bethuel, and uh, and even then it's with Laban speaking. You know, how can we we stand back from the Lord, or how can we go against the Lord in this? Um, <clears throat> Me personally, I feel like if that was the father, what what business did Laban have anything to do with you? Know, well, even still, the father would have been in charge over the daughter, though I would think. Anyhow, but any thoughts or comments? So.
All right. But, I mean, I, going back to, to this aspect as far as the, the brother and the mother here, you know, wanting her to stay for a little bit, I can definitely understand that, you know. Um, I mean, I know, you know, like Mike was saying, you know, when you talk about how this was from the Lord, you didn't want to get in his, in his way, but at the same time, it's uh, it's very very sad in a sense to to see your daughter uh, go away and and possibly never to see her again. So I can my point is that I can definitely understand where they may have been coming from and wanting to spend some time with her before she left. But uh, absolutely. <clears throat> but well, I'm going to stop right here though because Roger wanted to to make another announcement. Uh, about the uh, a class that he's wanting to start. So.